0: This episode of Frozen Fridays, we're making Vietnamese coffee frozen custard. Welcome, I'm Bruce Weinstein. I'm the chef in Bruce and Mark.
1: Hey there, and I'm Mark Scarborough. I'm the writer. I may be the chef, but today I'm getting out of the kitchen. Because I've got a secret. As a writer,
0: I haven't cooked a thing in years. That's about to change. Mark's headed into the kitchen. Remember, he's a writer and he gets easily distracted, usually by bourbon. Hey, watch it. I'm doing the cooking. And I'm going to help you out. And I'm going to guide him. And I'm going to give him tips.
1: And I'm going to judge him. And so after 25 books, he can finally say, Hey, I f-ing made that. Okay, this is a recipe from our book, A La Mode, and that is a book of ice cream and dessert pairings, and it mm. was in on QVC, what, in May? And we did great. We did do great. So today, we're just going to make the frozen custard for this pairing of desserts, but in the book, it's paired with another dessert, so why don't you talk about that? So this pairing is a chocolate nut cake that gets paired with a Vietnamese
0: frozen coffee, frozen custard frozen, dessert. Frozen, custard, well, frozen custard, well, frozen coffee, Viet- frozen, frozen. Yeah. Yeah, nice. Well, it's frozen Fridays. And if you think about like Vietnamese iced coffee, it's always made with sweetened condensed milk. Right. And so I thought, why don't I turn that kind of coffee, sweetened condensed milk thing into an ice cream? And it, was great, and it paired so well with this chocolate nut cake, so we are going to show you how to make that frozen custard
1: today. So, I've already started this recipe, and if you want to find this recipe, you can look on our website, and mark.com and you can find it there, along with a picture of the cake and the ice cream together, frozen custard, I should say, together, or you can, of course, buy the book, because there'll be 59 more pairings besides Vietnamese frozen coffee, frozen custard, frozen whatever it is, and the chocolate nut cake. But either way, you don't need to write this down. No. So here's how I started this. About, I started this about 30 minutes ago and then I steeped two cups of heavy cream with a half a cup of dark roasted coffee beans and about a two-inch cinnamon stick. What I did is I brought the cream just below a simmer. Just I set it over medium-low heat until little bubbles fizzed around the inside of the pan. And then I added the coffee beans and the cinnamon stick and I covered it and set it off the heat for about 30 minutes. So I've just been infusing away.
0: And the nice thing is when you set Cream to just that temperature below a simmer. It's about 200 degrees, which is the perfect coffee brewing temperature. So that is the perfect temperature to be sucking the flavor and oils and caffeine out of those beans and infusing it into the cream.
1: Now, if we're going to get really crazy here and talk about what kind of coffee should be, I used a a Malabar bean that's very low acid, but there's other things you could use here. You
0: could use any coffee you like, knowing that that's going to be the major flavor of your ice cream. And if you like a high acid coffee from Central America that has all these flavor notes of berries and citrus and all of that that's great mark's malabar is uh from india and this coffee has been all of its acids been washed out of it by the monsoons so the coffee is left with just these deep Cocoa and coffee notes only, without much else going on, and it's it
1: doesn't compete with the cinnamon. No, and y- uh, we should say too that just to, to be clear, we're not talking any flavored coffees here. Even though Bruce had strawberry and all that, we're not talking strawberry coffee, and we're
0: not talking mm. tacos,
1: roast, <laughs> and we're not talking a- almond hazelnut coffee. We- I I I am a true coffee snob, and I like this. pure coffee, no sugar. I yeah. just, just straight on. Anyway, so um we're just talking coffee here and we're talking beans you can't really use grounds no 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 get way too strong it
0: will and the grounds are going to absorb too much of that cream and you're going to lose the cream so okay that is steeped so now you're going to strain that right Right. you're going to strain it out we're going to get rid of those beans and
1: the cinemastics, they have given their life to this lovely coffee. Well, in other words, I'm putting a strainer over a bowl and yes. pouring it through because I want the cream. You want the cream, and now I'm going to stir in a 14-ounce can of sweetened condensed milk. And you can't use low-fat or no. fat-free. You got to just use. Well, actually, you open
0: the can and you're stirring the contents of a 14-ounce can.
1: In. Okay, yes, you're right. <laughs> I'm stirring the contents of a 14-ounce Man, marriage. I'm st- I'm stirring the contents of a 14-ounce can of sweetened condensed milk. I, re- I actually to make something where i just put the whole can right in the recipe um so um and i'm gonna put that back over the heat and just gonna warm it up just slightly again to get it warm while you continue on
0: and while you're warming it i'm going to start beating four egg yolks until they are thick and pale colored and they form ribbons and they'll get all ready to take on that warm cream you've done
1: so well let's stop here while you're going to start beating these and say what is the best way to separate egg yolks i've learned this over the years and so what how do you do it
0: oh i like to crack an egg and put it in my hand uh, and let too. the white just drip through my fingers and it's, you're less likely to break the yoke than getting it to go back and forth and back and forth. You have
1: to be one of those people that like to play with mud pies as a kid. <laughs> and you have to, of course, clean and dry your hands. Don't be like, you know, having your hands up the dog's mouth and then go separate some eggs. But once you clean and dry your pe- uh, hands, if you just crack that egg right in your palm, as Bruce says, and then tip your palm slightly so that the white runs between your fingers. I, a lot of people won't be able to do this because I think it's really gross. But
0: I'm they- still trying to figure out how you get your hand up the dog's mouth. <laughs> But okay.
1: Well, you're lucky it's the mouth. <laughs> so um, so y- y- that's how I like to separate eggs, too. And so we've separated them. And actually, we left them out on the counter for about 10, 15 minutes so they get a little bit closer to room temperature because we really want these things to get a lot of air whipped into them and get really thick thick yeah. and rich. Yeah. And we're going to get to that ribbon stage as Bruce keeps beating, where the, the, when we pick up the beaters, if they turned them off and picked up the beaters, these wide, thick ribbons would fall off those beaters and kind of sit on top of the egg yolks for a little bit, like, like Christmas ribbons. Yeah.
0: Almost. You're going to have that effect happening more pronounced if we were mixing sugar into this. Right. But we're just mixing the egg yolks with air, so it's not going to be quite as ribbony as you might expect but it's gonna be very light colored and they're getting there fast these electric mixers just make easy work of this so now we need to temper them because if we were to try and mix these egg yolks right into mark's pan of hot cream
1: we would have egg drop cream soup and of course we are warming the cream specifically because we want to infuse flavors in it. Um, and we want to keep those flavors good and infused. And we're just getting a little bit, by warming the cream with the sweetened condensed milk, we're getting a little bit better uh, saturation, a little bit sugar, better sugar distribution throughout everything in it as it slowly warms up. So now I'm going to pour about half of this warm stuff into the eggs while I beat them. Yep. And look at that.
0: So once they're combined, now we're just going to scrape it all back into the pot. And you are going to stir and stir with a wooden spoon over low heat
1: until this thickens. And most importantly, and this is our big wonky thing with ice cream, which I'm sure, and frozen custard and all that stuff, which I'm sure, if you've listened to this podcast, you've heard us say this a million times this summer, we're going to take it to an actual temperature,
0: right? You are going to take it to 170 degrees. That's right. Rather than just saying, I want you to stir it till it coats the back of a spoon, which is what 95% of other recipes tell which you to do. This is so meaningless. Your yeah. coat is not my coat. And your spoon is not my spoon,
1: and your uh, fingers are not my fingers. And besides, once you get custard right to the right set, it, taking uh, you know dipping the spoon and taking it right out, running finger across it, looking at it, is almost in danger of overcooking the custard that way because you want it to be right up at the top set. Yeah. Which for us would actually be about 174 to 176. So we're at 100 going to go to 170, which is below that point yep. where the eggs would start to fall out of suspension and scramble. But just close enough to get the thickest, richest custard we can. And then after that, once I get it at, to that, we're going to strain it into a bowl, right? Just in case there's any little residual bits of egg that got stuck anywhere in the corners of the pan. That's right,
0: because the pan is super hot. So you might have actually cooked a little bit of egg, and we don't want that no. in the ice cream. So we pour it through a strainer. It also gets out any errant coffee bean you might have lost, oh, or a bit. I didn't lose any coffee. Beans. Or a bit of cinnamon stick and guess what we are not ready to freeze it no No. sadly no everybody knows you have to chill it before you freeze it otherwise
1: it's not going to work that's right so we're going to actually pour this in to the bowl and we're going to wait and freeze it after the break
0: so the custard chilled we have it in the ice cream machine and it is all going. It's been going about 30 minutes, and it is almost ready. It's mounding up. It's mounding. A, it's pulling off of the sides. And pulling off. And absolutely getting ready. beautiful. It's thick, and it's rich, and So let's just lovely. say one
1: thing before we taste this, and that is um, that we didn't put any flour or cornstarch in this, and a lot of ice cream recipes call for thickeners. There are a lot of ours. Some yep. type. That's to protect the eggs and also to give the ice cream a better mouthfeel once its frozen. But this doesn't have any, and so why doesn't this have
0: any? This doesn't need it because of two reasons first of all it's all cream and not milk Mm. and it's sweetened condensed milk that went in with the cream and the combination that cooked down milk acts almost like a starch in this case it's a gives it a richness and a stickiness and it holds it together and it it'll even keep it from freezing solid to give this a soft creamy almost soft serve feel even when it comes out of the freezer
1: so I'm gonna turn off the machine okay and I'm going to put a little bit into two bowls. All right. We can actually now taste this thing. Mmm. It's surprisingly... Yeah. It is surprisingly sticky. I don't know the other word to use for this, and it's the sweetened condensed milk, it's right? Like
0: a, it's almost like a frozen marshmallow consistency or a taffy consistency. But, and that's sweetened condensed milk.
1: Yeah, it has this... Mm. I mean, taffy and sticky, it's all too far. It's just a slate stickiness to the ice cream that let's say you wouldn't get from like just coffee gelato but i taste just like vietnamese coffee with the sweetened condensed milk it and does. the coffee and except frozen except, except frozen. frozen you could chew it and cold chew it it's um, really good now
0: it tastes so much better even when you put it on the chocolate nut cake oh but it is really good on its own to hear us cook through more recipes check out cooking with bruce and mark every friday
1: And, you know, subscribe and like us and oh, please like me and like us. And if you'll do all of that, then other people will be able to find us, as you know. And if you want to hear us take down big culinary myths, we do that on this podcast every Tuesday in short, rather whimsical episodes of Cooking with Bruce and Mark. So is that it? It is it. So check it out. Vietnamese coffee frozen custard. I think that's the first time we said it right in the entire <laughs> podcast. Vietnamese coffee frozen custard. You don't even have to go to Hanoi. You just this tastes like it comes right out of the Midwest and it is delicious.